Anecdotes of Reddit presents. People who used to not believe in ghosts but do now. What experience changed your mind? NSFW. I was one of the firefighters working on ground 049 over 11. I lost two of my buddies, and it still haunts me to this day. As I was making my way through the rubble, I heard someone screaming. I bolted to wherever I heard the sound, and only found a twisted body on a rubber. The body was burnt and pale, and it looked like it had been there a while. I watched a firefighter walk up the rubble towards me, and hug me. I was confused, but I understood why he wanted a hug. I hugged him back, and when I opened my eyes, there was no firefighter. I stood there, holding a helmet. I don't know how I got this helmet, but it was in my hands. The golden eagle on the front had been bronzed, and a hole through the side of the helmet, with dried blood around it. I was holding this helmet in tears, while in front of an impaled civilian. I did some research, and the firefighter that I hugged, had apparently died 3 hours, before I saw him. I still have that helmet, and I will never forget the hug the fallen firefighter gave me. I saw a reflection of myself at the end of a hallway in a friend's apartment building, only he told me the day after there was never any mirror in the hallways. Ooh, ooh, I have a story. So in high school, I worked kids birthday parties. The place was basically a giant gym, and gymnastics slash dance classes were also held there. One day, I came in, and one of the girls I worked with, who was very spiritual and very religious, was totally freaked out. During the gymnastics class she taught that morning, one of the kids was staring up at the ceiling. When she asked the kid what he was doing, he said there's a little boy up there, and pointed at the ceiling. Strange enough, but whatever. Kids are weird. Later, two girls who were working a birthday party before mine came out of the gym and were visibly shaken. A pair of 5 year old twins went down a slide and then stared at the ceiling. They both said that there was a little boy up there, in the same spot on the ceiling, that the kid from the morning gymnastics class. We all went in and inspected the ceiling. Of course, it was just a regular grey warehouse Y ceiling. But we were all super freaked out at that point. During my party, I was pushing a little boy on the giant swing we had in the gym. He too, began to stare at the ceiling. He said directly to my face, hey, there's a little boy up there. We told all of our coworkers and managers about the three separate experiences we had today with children from different parties and classes seeing a little boy on the ceiling. The next day, we had downtime between parties, and nobody was in the gym. There are cameras in the gym that allow parents to see their children playing from the lobby. My manager called us out of the break room, guys, check this out. We come out and see the screen, which is streaming from the gym, showing that giant swing going back and forth. Nobody's in there. It's just the swing going. Semicolon. I like to think that the ghost was truly a little boy who just wanted to play, and he finally got to go on the swing. Could be worse. I'm still not sure if I believe, but there have been some weird things in my life that I can't explain. When I was 5 years old, I woke up in the night and my grandma was standing at the end of my bed, wearing a teal blue skirt and a matching blouse. I remember that it was summer, and the sky was still light, but not light enough for me to read, so I guess it was about 9pm. I sat up, she put her finger to her lips and I rubbed my eyes a couple of times, back quote sleepy, and when I looked back she had gone. 
I just snuggled back under my covers thinking how nice it was to see her, because I hadn't seen her for ages and I hoped she would still be there when I woke up. Next morning, my house was eerily quiet. My mum was in a worse mood than normal, but she had been crying, so I asked her what was wrong. My grandma died the night before. She had been crossing a road after her bingo turned out. At 8.30pm, about 60 miles away from where we lived, she had a massive brain hemorrhage in the middle of the road and didn't even make it to the other side, let alone to my house 60 miles away. She was wearing a teal blue skirt and matching blouse. Edit to say, stop telling me to tell my mum. I appreciate the sentiment, but a, she was an abusive piece of garbage, so I wouldn't want to engage with her if she wasn't b, dead. My wife and I swear that our daughter used to talk to ghosts when she was a toddler. She was an only child at the time. First instance I remember was her telling me that she was talking to Nana. That's what I called my grandmother, who passed about 15 years before my daughter was born. My daughter was young, and so I hadn't even talked about Nana to her, so I showed her a picture and asked who she spoke to. There were four women, three of which I didn't even know, but without hesitation she pointed to my Nana. Okay, no biggie. Some months later, my wife and I are trying for baby hash too. After my wife gets pregnant, my daughter is sitting next to her on the couch and puts her head on her belly and says, Mommy, there's a baby in there. Okay, maybe that's coincidence. She overheard us saying something. A few weeks later, my wife miscarries. Maybe my daughter picked up on our sadness. Who knows, but she again puts her head on her stomach and says, Mommy, there's no baby in there anymore. Then, several months and one more, very early, miscarriage later, my daughter tells us, I was talking to my brother last night, and he said that my sister is coming to live with me soon. Again, she's an only child and had no living brother. We were still trying at this point, but had not taken any tests. We picked one up that night, and sure enough, pregnant. When time came to reveal the gender, I wasn't even interested. My daughter had already said it was a girl. Sure enough, I have two daughters. Once when I was in university I went to go see my therapist whom I had been seeing twice a week for about 5 months. On this day he was uncharacteristically quiet and I asked him if he was alright. He said he was fine and we continued through what would be one of our most breakthrough sessions. A lot of repressed memories came up through it that have helped me to heal. At the end of the session I asked him why he was acting differently today than other days. He said when I walked in I was accompanied by a warrior-like person. He said he had the overwhelming feeling to perform as best he professionally could that day and that he got the sense this warrior had fought a lot of battles to protect me. This would seem coincidental, except for 10 years later I was living on the other side of the world. I had a Puto Rican neighbor I would see occasionally and eventually got pretty close with him and his family. One day as I was walking by he kind of gets quiet and weird, and then says in broken English, Do you know there is a soldier who follows you around? I knew instantly who he was talking about. In both instances the warrior slash soldier was described the same. Just over 6 feet, blonde curly hair, wearing primitive warrior clothing, and strangely a white guy. Neither of these people could have known that my closest brother who passed away at 14 was over 6 feet tall with blonde curly hair and always was my protector. Edit, got me some silver and cake. Yada bisra did. Colon close bracket. 
Second edit, probably one of the sweetest feelings, to wake up on my cake data kind comments and a brimming coin purse. Thank you Rediverse. I was 8, when my grandma died, I was sad. So around 2 months passed, and I was going at grandma's house where my grandpa lives. So I wake up at 3am, and hear footsteps from bedroom door, I froze, I saw my grandma walking up to me, and she said hello little sweetie and walked away. It was not sleep paralysis, because I could move my hands and feet. At morning I told to my grandpa about it, and he said I've seen grandma almost every night, she likes to visit, so don't be scared next time when you visit. Sorry for bad English, English is not my first language. My girlfriend's grandfather's ashes were on a little shelf in the living room, right next to a very solid slash heavy angel statue. Well one weekend she and I are fooling around on the living room couch, and out of the corner of my eye, I see the angel statue fly off the wall, accompanied with a deep grunt. Now when I say this thing flew off the wall, I'm talking 7 to 8 feet of air, before landing on the hardwood, and leaving a dent where the wing hit. Even if this thing had fell off the wall, it would drop straight down, not soared with force. Well we both stood there in shock, and I whispered if she had heard the grunt as well, to which she agreed. So we both booked it for the day. Well that night at dinner we told her parents what happened, leaving out the naughty bit, and Megan's younger sister burst into tears saying she had seen a dark figure at the foot of her bed the last couple's nights, but didn't want anyone to think she was crazy. Grandfather that died, had mental health issues, that caused a lot of pain. Welp after that day I was a believer. When I was about 10 to 14 I had terrible insomnia. I would imagine things, and felt incredibly unsafe, as though I was being watched, although I never admitted this to anyone. I began only sleeping on the couch, with my back against the wall, and had to have the TV or some sort of light on. I missed an immense amount of school because of this, so my mom had me see a neurologist. The neurologist diagnosed me with some things, but the crazy part was during my sleep study I slept amazingly well, no issues at all, and slept in the real bed. Eventually I got transferred to a children's hospital, and speaking to the doctor I explained I would see things and felt uncomfortable, they had thought I was experiencing sleep paralysis. When they told my mom she went ghost white, she pulled me aside, and explained she was experiencing things too. She described in detail, what I was seeing. That evening she approached my brother, and asked broad questions, do you have anything weird happen in home, etc. He also described what we experienced. It was then I realized we must have paranormal activity and I've believed it ever since. When we moved out of that house all my sleep issues abruptly stopped, and I haven't experienced it since. I still don't believe in ghosts, but, I did have a strange experience. I had a cat who I found in a ditch many years ago. She was cute, and I pet her, so she followed me back down the train tracks about a mile to my home. I opened the door for her, and she went in. She was offered the opportunity to go back out, and did for a moment, but then came back in. She was mine forever. I've had many pets over the years, and loved them all. But this one was different. She wanted to be near me all the time. I'd often said I'd never had a cat who made me feel like my personal space was being violated before. She followed me up to bed every night, and purred me to sleep. She died fairly quickly. I barely even had a chance to say goodbye. I knew she was ill, 
having been diagnosed with hyperthyroidism, which CAD owners will know, is not a good thing to hear. Although progress has been made, ask your vets about the pence. They've worked miracles for my current cat who also has it. They vomit their food up and waste away slowly, eventually succumbing to either congestive heart failure or kidney damage. She had taken a turn for the worse, and I thought her treatment wasn't working. On examination, they found tumors in her stomach and liver. She had been dealt a mortal blow, and was only going to suffer harder and harder. In the most painful one I've ever had to deal with, I put her down, and she even meowed one last time before the end. I forgot to mention that this cat was also the most talkative I've ever had. She frankly wouldn't shut up. I buried her in the yard to keep her close and tried to go to sleep, completely beside myself with grief. As I lay down, I heard something familiar. I live in an old house and my bedroom doesn't have a door, so I installed one of those plastic sliding doors. The slats it's made of make a telltale clacking sound when they are disturbed, like they did when a cat pushes in between them and the door frame. I heard this, and a moment later, I felt the foot of my bed compress, and could feel the mattress deform around my feet, up beside my legs, and roughly to my hips. I looked. No cat. I don't know how to explain this. I don't believe in ghosts, and I'm sure grief can cause some pretty significant psychological disturbances. A quick perusal of my post history will very quickly show I'm anything but cuddly, but I was absolutely in the kind of deep grief where one would expect that as I loved that cat more than basically anything else. Even typing this now, years later is making my eyes well up with sadness for my lost friend. I could write off the sound of the plastic slats as a breeze or a hallucination. Old members of my family said they saw my father after he died, and I've read about grief-induced hallucinations before. But to feel my mattress deform like that, in exactly the way she used to circle my feet, and come up beside me, I don't know what to think. Worked at a public pool, I would work alone after hours cleaning the building in the pool. One night around 2am, I'm cleaning the change rooms. The pool has been closed for 4 hours at this time. I hear the sound of a child's laughter and bare feet running across the pool deck. I go out and scan the area, there's nobody in sight. The doors are all closed and locked, there is nowhere a kid could be hiding. No wet footprints on the pool deck. I recheck the doors in the security monitors. I'm the only person in the building. It was unsettling, 